This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Today I'm sitting down with Bryn Walner, the founder of Dimepiece, the buzzy watch platform that all the downtown girls look to for watch inspo. We're going to learn how Bryn got her start in the watch space, found her style, and whether or not she's down with the Adidas Samba trend. If you're interested in watches or, like me, interested in the fashion of it all, you're going to want to listen up because Bryn is an expert. Time to chat. Welcome back to Harry Tales. I'm very excited because today we have a special guest in the studio. We've got Bryn Walner, who is the founder of <laughs> Dime Peace here in New York City. Bryn, welcome to the studio. Thank you. So great to be here. I was actually trying to remember when we met officially. Wait, when did we meet? Did you remember it? Well, no, because I was like about to text you and be like, do you remember when we met? Because usually, <laughs> usually I feel like when I'm friends with somebody for a while, I remember when I met them. But in New York, it can be tough. Like if I didn't yeah. meet somebody in college or at like a very specific event, uh-huh. sometimes I'm like, wait, how did we meet? Obviously, we met online, I want to say, or through friends. We- did we meet through Marta? Have we ever met before? <laughs> I don't think we've. No, this is our first time meeting. <laughs> I literally don't know. It had to be at some event or something. Yeah, yeah. Some it it's all a blur. Yeah, it's all a blur. Living in NYC. Well, welcome on the pod. Thank you. I'm really excited to talk to you about watches because I don't know a single thing. I can barely tell time. So, <laughs> can you just for the listeners at home, can yeah. you tell everybody what dime piece is and how it came to be? Yes. Um, the or the villain story. Yeah, the villain origin story. Um, Dime Piece is my platform that's dedicated to women and watches, but also the girls and the gays and the days. Also men now at this point. Fuck it. Yeah. Even, even straight, <laughs> straight white ones. <laughs> um, but it came about, or the idea came about when I was working at Sotheby's, the auction house mm-hmm. in New York City on the Upper East Side. It was very chic job on the surface, but like inside, like the it, the floor literally looked like the office, like the set of the office. Okay. Okay. Wow, anyway, it's not as glamorous as, as I think. <laughs> they have the really nice auction floors where like the David Hockneys and the Picasso's yeah. and the Rolexes are, and then you go up to where I was, and I was like, I literally work at Dunder Mifflin's. Well, because I want to say that you left Sotheby's right when I moved to 73rd street oh yeah it was like a little bit of that yeah yeah yeah. like two ships passing in the night in the night yeah um no i was working at sotheby's and i was really excited to be there i was on the editorial department and i was tasked to create content that would attract a newer audience onto the stuff somebody like you oh thank you you know in new york city (laughs) younger maybe you don't have the money to drop on a picasso now but one day you might so it's kind of like planting the seed indoctrination Um, exactly and so i was doing that i was building out content um I had like Chris Black interview Emily Bodie about her miniature collection of miniature like Americana figurines. Oh, wow. TBT. It was like cute collect collector oriented content. Um, and then the watches department saw what I was doing and they were like, hey, can you make some content for us? And I was like, hey, yeah, but I don't know any watch brand besides Rolex. Like, I don't know anything. And my boss was like, whatever, just commission out the pieces you can edit it pick the photos like i was literally entering the stuff into the cms so 
I had to get really intimate with it. And I realized that I really liked watches. Interesting. I was like so into them really organically. And then I started noticing them everywhere. Like I was on the subway and I'd be like, ooh, he's got a Rolex Datejust. Or I'd be watching a movie and be like, is that a Royal Oak? Like once you see them, you can't unsee them. And I was like really taken by them. But I also noticed that women were not included in the narrative like at all. And there was nothing cool or inspiring for me when I Googled because I was like, oh, I want to learn more. And then I was like, oh, my God, there's nothing for me out here. You were like girl watches. Yeah. And it was like, <laughs> it was like zero results. Yeah. What watch does Bella Hadid wear? Yeah. There was really, I mean, you know, celebrity watch spotting is not a new thing, but kind of through a younger, more fun lens that I could relate to. It was more like this watch is worn by like this f1 driver or like this boxer I'm yeah like, oh. no we want to hear about rihanna's watch what's on her yes wrist? and coincidentally i so i had to pick images for the articles that we published and okay. i'm like women aren't when mentioned literally once in the content but i'll find a way to kind of manipulate it so that they're at least in the pictures so we did a piece about the patek philippe nautilus which is a really famous kind of one of the the more well-known watches and I found a photo of Rihanna wearing a Patek Philippe Nautilus and her off-duty look at the airport. She was wearing like a palace sweatsuit and then this big gold watch. And I was like, oop, pop that in. And I'm like, now Rihanna's part of the narrative. So now you are at Sotheby's and you're kind of like taking the reins yeah. and kind of inserting Rihanna into the, yes. the watch posts. Yes. And then... Sotheby's ends. Sotheby's ends because Sotheby's got acquired or they announced the acquisition a month into me starting. It was like, okay, now Sotheby's just got bought by a billionaire. And I was like, and then the, the chief marketing officer who created my position left like a month after that. And I was like, I'm getting let go. Like it's inevitable because this they're like downsizing and they're trying to like, and I'm like, I just know this is coming. And so like the thought in my head was already swirling, like women in watches, there's something with that. Mm -hmm. um, and then Sotheby's wound up letting me go the day New York shut down for the pandemic. No way. Yeah, like the literal day that people were starting to line up at grocery stores to get toilet paper. They were like, okay, bye. They were like, also, we can't give you health insurance. <laughs> oh my god. I was crying in the HR office. I was like, what am I going to do? Like, I'm going to have to get on a ventilator and then I'm going to die. It's gonna get be on a ventilator. Okay, so. This was like in the heat of it. Yeah. Carrie yeah. was drunk at Vogue and you were crying at Sotheby's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with, with, who's, who was her editor? Oh my gosh. Um, huh. Yeah, who was it? Amy Sedaris? Or am I crazy? No, no, no. No, that's her agent. I oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> whatever. I at least Candace these, Bergman. Uh, yeah, is it? I think so. Oh my god, we're like so young. Yeah, somebody yeah. like that. Because like my mom would be like, obviously that's yeah. so and so. <laughs> it's somebody like that. Yeah, <laughs> it is. yeah. But anyway. Um. Yeah, but Sotheby's gave me severance, which is really nice. So I got so, a nice chunk of change. Nice. And then I went down to Florida. For a pandemic, mm -hmm. to live with my mom and my brother. Because my mom, shout out to your mom. Shout out to my mom. She's hey, a mom. Harry Tales listener. Yes, mom. We love tuna. That. Is tuna. What we call her. Hey, tuna. Hey, tuna. What's cooking, tuna? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I wound up spending three months in like total brain dead. Sorry, that's like neuro. Um, that's oh, like that. I can't use that term. Is I've, brain dead out of the cultural zeitgeist? I think zeitgeist? it is because it's like um. 
It's ableist. Oh no. <laughs> so I can't be brain dead anymore. No more brain dead. Okay. Um, anyway, I was like blissed out for three months in Florida, like literally doing nothing except for painting pets and taking long walks and swimming in the Gulf of Mexico. And um I remember your paint your yeah. painting moment. Yeah. I remember your do you still do that? Yeah, I still do it. Okay. But so you're yeah, yeah, we'll circle back because yeah. <laughs> We've got some things to talk about, but you are in Florida, you're doing the pandemic mm -hmm. and then Dime Piece. How does that start? Well, I was turning 30. Age, age reveal. Age reveal. I'm in the third decade of my life. Um, I was turning 30 and my dad was like, hey, uh, what do you want for your 30th? This is kind of a big birthday. And I was like, oh, maybe I should get a watch. And then he was like, what watch do you want? And I was like, oh my God, I don't know. He's like, what do you want, a swatch? <laughs> He's like, what do you want? Uh, um, what's the one that's on Instagram? A Danielle. Oh, a Daniel Wellington. That, yeah. What do you want? A Daniel Wellington? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like, add a couple more zeros. Yeah. But I was like, I don't even know what I want. Because do you like you started wearing watches? I have. And we're going to get to that. But first, we need your yeah. like we need your watch. Yeah. Like how did like how did dime piece start? Yes. That's like I know. I'm like making the longest. No, 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 no. I mean, it's like how we get places yes. sometimes takes, you know, walk, an Uber, a subway. A my Uber. Yeah. <laughs> walk a mile in these Louboutins. Yeah. Okay. So he was like, what do you what kind of watch do you want? And I was like, I literally don't know. Because when you don't grow up with like watches in your family or just being obsessed with them from like a nerdy Which point I of thought view, you were. So this is interesting yeah. to hear that you had no prior knowledge. Yeah. I mean previous knowledge. Nothing. And I was like, I don't know what I want. Cause like with fashion, by the time you're 30, you kind of know what you like. And you could just go shopping and you know, and you don't even have to think about your taste. Mm -hmm. But with watches, if you don't are if you're not familiar with them, you don't know what your taste is. Well, and they're too expensive to just be like, mm, maybe yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah, it's like a huge investment. Yeah. So I was like, you know what, women in watches. I started doing my own research. Like, I mean, what does Bella Hadid wear? Yeah. Like, because that'll at least give me some kind of idea because I know her vibe. And I was like, I'm just going to start an Instagram account. So I started <gasps> Dime Piece. It's starting. <laughs> We've got at Dime Piece. Yes. Which, Ashwin gave me the idea for the name. Okay, cool. Shout out Ashwin. Branding genius. Um, and so I, it started off really simple and it was almost like a research project for myself. And it was like, okay, not to talk about Bella Hadid again, but I was like, here's a picture of Bella Hadid. It's really candid. It's like a paparazzi photo of her in LA. She's wearing a Cartier Panther and then you swipe and then you see the watch. Like so simple, not groundbreaking at all. Yeah. But then to see all these celebrities that you're kind of familiar with lined up with the watches that you're wearing, something fires off in your brain where you're like, I know their vibe. I, I know her vibe. I know his vibe. And then you're like putting the vibe mirror on yourself. Yes. Where you yeah. Can what is then, my yeah, vibe? Like, where do I sit in this vibe spectrum? Yes. And from looking at everybody else's watches, you kind of figure out what your vibe but <laughs> yeah. yeah no see i'm like i'm kind of brain dead right <laughs> whoops okay so the first picture is a picture of bella hadid because that was going to be my next oh, like question the, first the very first ever post I on dime don't piece. remember because dime piece is a play on t 
time piece. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God, which is so hard to explain to like Swiss executives. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure like, they're like, do you know what a dime piece is? And they're like, no. Well, because a dime piece is like a hot person. Yeah. Right? And yeah. which comes from a the coin, a literal dime that's 10 cents. And to oh, talk to somebody 10. in Europe, I'm like, you know, like a dime, like 10 cents. And they're like, <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I didn't know it came from a dime. Yeah. Okay. That's the dinner time fact, guys. If you ever want to explain what a dime piece is to someone, it comes from a dime, like 10 cents, because you're a 10. Yeah. Wow. And I hate to talk about coins so liberally during the coins shortage. The is there a coin shortage? The national coin shortage. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if it's still going on, but for a while there were there were signs there. <laughs> and isn't USPS about to strike? Oh and also, God. I need to send a card to my uncle for his birthday, <gasps> yeah, and I'm do. running out of time. Oh, no. You mm -hmm. need a watch. Yeah. <laughs> I need a watch. <laughs> okay. So you didn't have any previous knowledge. You start Dime Peace, mm -hmm. and then it just takes off, and now you're a downtown cultural force yeah, to be like reckoned with. Overnight. And then people were like, show us your collection. And then Harper's Bazaar was like, can you be our watch columnist? And I was like, oh, no. Now I really need to learn about watches. Wow. So it's like YouTube videos. I'm like calling, phoning a friend. That is the best way to learn, though. That's yes. the most fun way to learn is to have something that you actually need to learn for. Yeah. And then be like, yes, of course I can do it. Yeah. And then go home and yeah. say, oh, my God, I don't know what this is let me figure it out yeah we have a phrase in the industry for this it's called fake it till you make it oh i love faking it until i make it <laughs> yeah 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 so i i i faked it and well did your dad get you a watch no oh okay because you couldn't decide <laughs> i couldn't decide okay so is it is that still like on the back burner like were you like all right dad like or did he get you something else he was just like i don't even know uh, he was like if when you eventually figure out what you want like i'll help contribute oh yeah definitely reach back out yeah we circled back <laughs> yeah. for sure yeah don't um, sunset that conversation just we did yet. not sunset it we were like let's touch base yeah and I eventually got my very first watch like a year into creating Dime Piece. And I got it Cartier Tank Francaise. And Liana did a shopping experience with Vogue. She wrote about me going to Cartier to buy the watch. And at this point, it was a year into creating Dime Piece. So it felt really meaningful. Yeah. I was like, and I told everybody because everybody was like, what's on what's in your collection? I was like, should I just lie? Because like, I don't even own a watch. And i I'm writing about them. So then you had to have gotten like a burner watch, right? Like to like get, so you're at Sotheby's, you're, yeah. you're making watch content. You didn't go and get a watch at like, no, you didn't. Cause I was like, I'm not going to get just some kind of watch that I don't love or some watch that's like kind of like, I, I, I was like, I'm just going to wait until I can afford like okay, cool. a luxury watch. Okay, cool. So you celebrate one year of Dime Piece yeah. with uh, an article in Vogue about going to get your very first it watch. Oh, so princess vibe. We, you know, we have to ask just because we're in the Harry Tales studio. Can we ask how much that cost? Yeah, it was 3400 Oh, oh my God. You scared me. I thought it was going to be like, I thought you were going to say $34,000. <gasps> 3400 no. is a great price for a watch for a watch which sounds like totally some people expensive. like your heart will stop and be like oh my god yeah. that's like three times my rent depending on where you live yeah. obviously not manhattan <laughs> yeah not manhattan um not even ridgewood not even i mean in this economy <laughs> it's ridiculous if you want a terrace and a balcony it's gonna cost more than a rolex you baby. want soho house <laughs> you literally soho house, in dupe. soho house yeah um yeah, no, it sounds expensive, but in the context of 
luxury watches that's on the low end and um, you talked about it being an investment piece yeah like what does that mean because i know that a lot of i will say when i think of a watch ad mm -hmm. that isn't a race car driver like standing there with a watch mm -hmm. i think of the ad where it shows just some woman celebrity or not mm -hmm. and the copy is always like something to give to your daughter yeah like it's always about passing this yes. watch on to the next generation which is beautiful the patek philippe slogan is you never actually own a patek philippe you hold on to it for the next generation chill oh no i literally have chills like the best slogan ever wow. because it's true Don't you love some good copy oh my god i we i forget who i think it was stephen horse Stephen Phillips. Oh, yeah, he was yeah. like, we're in the opposite of the golden age of coffee. <laughs> like I'm on the subway and I see the ads. It's like, guessed how you guessed. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, like that feeling when you're cat cats. Yeah. And it's yeah. like a litter box <laughs> yeah. ad. Um, no, but that was an, that's amazing coffee. Yeah. And that speaks to the heart of these being investment pieces. Cause a lot of people are like, oh, if I buy this watch, can I flip it in a year just in case and make a bunch of money off of it? And I'm just like, like watch people hate to even entertain that question because it's just you can't speculate. Yeah. I mean, you know, a gold Rolex will always. Well, do they depreciate or appreciate? I will say my Cartier is definitely you leave the store and it starts to depreciate. Really? Because it's not like a rare one. It's made out of steel. It's not. And that's a Rolex that I could go and get today if I wanted. The Cartier. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, not Rolex. Yeah. Sorry. Cartier. Cartier. Yeah. 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 But you know, you're you're getting your um I'm getting my watch, my I'm like starting. Yeah. I'm starting. You are. And I you're will who say, I do it for. I will say I mean, yes, I'm like the the dime piece girl. The demo. Yeah. And um I didn't I have a thing with like rings and stuff on my wrist. Like I just feel very like I don't want anything. And so you actually brought me to a uh, dinner for Breda. Yeah. And I got a watch that night. And yeah. that was my first watch. Like, literally. Oh, I'm trying to... Th I don't think the there were any other... There were no other watches, like, in my life. Not even that when was... you were younger? Like, a Baby G or a Swatch or something? No, I really didn't. If I did have a watch when I was younger, it was something that I put on for one day. And then was like, I can't do this. And yeah. never wore it again. Yeah. The Breda watch changed. It was something about, like... I remember that night was... I want to say like a week that I had the mustache <laughs> or maybe even like three days. It was something really early. Like it was my debut. I think for it the was mustache. the debut mustache. It right? was. Yeah. So I got a watch. I was debuting my mustache. I'm something shifted. Yeah. yeah. I want the world to know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not wearing the Breda today. Silly enough. I, I know. Should've. But this is like my, this is newer. Yeah. It's a bigger. And I felt like it would You're be more collector. of a presence. Yeah. Um, so the I mean the Breda was a perfect one because it is so small. Uh -huh. I they set it to the right time and I walk around with it being like, ha, this watch doesn't even tell time. But then people <laughs> will look at it and be like, that's the time. Yeah. And I'm like, oh well, I was kidding, of course. And I'm like, what time is it? Do you I mean, I feel like there are so many questions that I have about watches that I don't even know where to begin. Like I mean, there's so many like scientific, they're really cool things. They're really mm -hmm. like, especially um, the more, you know, the bigger and better that they get. Like this one has this flat, yeah. this like glass, what would you call that? A glass it back? The, yeah, the transparent case back. Transparent case back. Did you guys hear that? <laughs> 
We're talking transparent case backs on Harry Tail. Yeah. So on this, you're wearing the Seiko Rowing Blazers edition. Yes. And it has the Japanese uh, date. Okay. So that's a Japanese character because Seiko is a Japanese watch brand. And Seiko helped popularize the quartz movement. <laughs> this is really nerdy, but watches are either mechanical or they're quartz powered. So a quartz is a battery. Okay. And batteries are cheaper. Okay. So they're in my swatch and they're, I, I actually don't know what this has. Hmm, let's see. This might be, this might, this is a, this is a mechanical watch. Wait, no way. Yeah. Uh-oh, I have a mechanical watch. Uh-oh. Who's selling that tomorrow night on the black oh, market? Oh, flip it. <laughs> um, yeah, so like this is powered by this little tiny machine that like works with your body and it also works from it being wound. So it's like taking all that energy to keep the time with its little tiny machine. That's not the proper time. Oh, it's not? Well. Is it? I actually don't know. I don't know how to tell time either. Okay, cool. Wait, so you're wearing a swatch right now. Yeah. You're yeah. not wearing your Cartier. Which stands for softball watch. Just kidding. <laughs> but you are supposed to play softball after this. I am. So if we don't get rained out, I'm on the Vanity Fair softball team. What does that mean? Vanity Fair has a softball team. Yeah, there's a media league. So we play like the Paris Review. No. And... Um, you guys are like gonna go up against the New Yorker? Yeah. No. Yeah, the New Yorker, New York Magazine. So like you're gonna go play with Nomi Fry of the New Yorker? Well, Does she not? She, I don't think she's on the New Yorker team because she wasn't there last year. We and how did you get on the Vanity Fair team? Well, I got drafted. <laughs> no, I got scouted because I was out and about, and the the captain of the Vanity Fair team. Do you know Dan Adler? He's a Vanity Fair staff writer. He just wrote the cover story on the weekend. Oh, okay. Because I'm a freak, yeah. Yeah, and you like the idol. We're going to talk about that. But, yeah. But this Vanity Fair yeah. team. He was like, do you play softball by any chance? And I was like, I used to in high school and middle school. And he's like, That was wow. him asking if you're lesbian. <laughs> do you play softball by chance? I do feel like I'm like queer baiting. Who else is on the softball team for Vanity Fair? Um, is there a GQ team? I think there's a GQ team. Who are, like you guys? Who are you playing tonight? We're playing the Drift, which is. Do you know what that is? No. I kind of don't either. <laughs> it's like a literary magazine. Cool. But like for kids. And so, how many people are on the team? Um. Well, it's pretty much whoever's in town and who's available. Okay. It's really casual because I think we're in the more casual media league, and then there's like an intense media league where they're like more organized and better players it's like cosmo versus town and country <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah the cosmo the softball team yeah yeah oh that's very interesting um yeah but i i mean i am sporty i'd love to be drafted okay so you're wearing a swatch yeah because you don't want to mess up your cartier yeah because if i wore like a metal watch you would feel the vibration from it and it would hurt Totally. And yeah, I also don't want to like, ruin it. Yeah. Because yeah, I'd, I'd be hitting. So w l tell me about the swatch. Like. Um, yeah. This is a little tiny swatch that I got in Paris. <laughs> Ooh la la. Because um, this, this, uh, this has been the era of my international travel. Yeah, I, you've been all over the yeah, place. Yeah, I get flown out by all these watch brands because I'm considered media, which is amazing. So I get to go on press trips. That's so um, sick. I did not go to pa Paris on a watch brand's dime. Dime. I know. 
It's like the puns are unavoidable. No, they're so good though. Um, but I was like, you know what? I deserve to go to Paris. Like I earned it. Yeah. So I went for my birthday and I got this little swatch because I've never seen this in the States, like the little tiny one. Cause I love tiny watches, which have been out of style, but now they're back. And I, and I am to thank for some of that resurgence. Cause I've been like pushing them. Okay. Tea. I'm like, they're back. Have any of the celebrities that you've posted about on Dime Piece acknowledged it? Um, well, you know, Debbie Ryan. Of course. I bought, I mean, I sourced a Cartier Santos for her, a little guy. Okay. Um, so I, I also do, um, I sell watches. On Is a that a hard to get level. watch? No, it's not. But it's like, it's from the 90s, so you can't buy it at the Cartier store because Cartier redesigned it and it's a lot bigger and the design shifted. And she's like, but I want one from the 90s. And like, who who knows? Yeah. Where would you go for that? Right to you. Yeah. Right to your doorfront. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so she says, I want this watch from the 90s. And then you call who? I have a vintage dealer friend. And Mike Novu? <laughs> oh, okay. Watch talk? Yeah. No, my friend Alan Bedwell, who you may have met. He's the British guy. He's the uh, antiques and vintage watch dealer that I know. Okay. Were you at my birthday party where I, I did like a watch pop up? Uh, hmm. I No, I didn't make it to that Bad one. friend. I, no, I made it to the Bad Chelsea friend Hotel. Chad. Did you do it at the Chelsea no, Hotel? No, I didn't. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I have a dealer friend. So I'm. And he's my real friend. He hates when I'm like, this is my dealer yeah, friend. Yeah, he's this like, is my dealer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's kind of like that. I'm like, I got a guy. Yeah. I and the guys guy. who have been in it for so long, they know where to go and they don't have to like go go to the real real to get it. They can like go. So how long does that take to source a how long gone? 1990s Cartier? It doesn't take long for him because he just like sends out the bat signal to all of the other dealers. It's like a dealer network essentially and they can just find it and then get it to you and we buy it at cost and then put a lip we up charge it a little bit so that we make commission off of it but like okay. what you're paying for is like the the access to it okay um that makes sense or you can go and buy it on the real real but buying a watch online can be kind of intimidating and like terrifying yeah so like a lot of the times people are like you don't buy the watch you buy the dealer um because it's wow. like your guy we're learning so much about the I know. The watch world. I feel like I'm being so no, boring. Right no, 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 no. That I never knew about. Like yeah. I would never know any of this. Yeah. And so she got her watch. She got her watch. Debbie Ryan has her watch yep, now. Yeah, now she wears it. Beautiful. Um, yeah. So I don't know, but I I feel like Timothy Chalamet, he recently was spotted. I spotted him <laughs> wearing a really loose Cartier Panther, which is the same watch that Bella Hadid wears, which is like now considered like a ladies watch and he wears the the smallest size the mini and he wears it so loose kind of like how you wear your bretta wait and you i'm i mean i got a second color of the bretta and i can't wear it because it's too loose and it's like coming off and okay. i don't know how to take the link out yeah. so maybe i'll come yeah yeah find your we'll, guy we'll sort you out did you see timothy in real life or, no no you spotted him online like paparazzi like somebody was like oh my god and i was like oh my god is there a chance that bella and timmy are 
trading off watches. Um, like well, the same watch. he has the steel one. She has the gold one. Okay. She wears hers really loose too. But I'm like, somehow I feel like Timothy has been like influenced by me trying to say like men should wear really tiny watches. Okay. This is me just being like <laughs> my impact. Yeah, no, for sure though. Which we I want a tiny it. watch now. Yeah. Well, you have one and yeah, you the, look really good on it. Thank you. Yeah. I do be wearing it. And I yeah. think the reason I wear it is because it's small. Yeah. It's nicer wearing a smaller watch, yeah. I think. This yeah. is when guys wear those crazy this is this a big watch i mean most people would be like that's like a normal size watch right? but to me it's this is kinda huge. big. yeah it's a shackle <laughs> yeah wow it depends on your style you're just like a tiny watch girly yeah for sure i mean my little thin wrist even though you're not a tiny man oh thank you you got some presents yeah no Especially i'm, I'm up here stage. yeah, yeah. Uh, the stage is set yeah and we are gonna keep talking about watches after a short break don't touch that dial. You're listening to Harry FM. You're listening to Harry Tales, recorded live in New York City. Your one-stop shop for everything you saw on TikTok this week. The only radio station. Harry Tales. And we're back <laughs> in the Harry Tales studios. We've got Bryn Walner here. I love the the radio vibe. I feel like yeah. I would be a really good radio oh jockey, except I think I would just keep talking and not play the songs. Right. <laughs> I would like have to have but one more thing. Yeah, I'd have to have a radio like hour. Mm-hmm. I feel like Andy Cohen has that. Like Howard Stern. Do you yeah. know who that is? Yes, of course. <laughs> oh my god, my parents are always like Howard Stern. Like you could do that. And I'm like, could I? Harry Stern? Yeah. I don't know. He had Sarah Jessica Parker on and I keep watching all the clips and I keep Googling Howard Stern, Sarah Jessica Parker full. <laughs> I'm like, I need more than seven minutes of this. I want the full thing. Where is it? She's like wearing her necklace like on her shoulder. She's like, she's, yeah, she's got, Sarah Jessica obviously is a style icon. Yes. But Bryn, you know what? You're kind of a downtown style icon too. And I want to ask you about your personal style because I feel like you have a very distinct personal style. How would you describe your style well can you try to describe it first i would try to describe it first of all you always you've always told me that i remind you of a brett easton ellis character Mm -hmm. which like i'm not sure if people read brett easton ellis but like that to me is a very high compliment because i love you know his books but i would say your style is like how would i it's like it's preppy Mm -hmm. i would say it's preppy it's like preppy, minimal. Like if we're going for three words, I would say preppy, minimalist. Busted. <laughs> busted. <laughs> preppy, minimalist, and clean. Okay. Love. Right? I feel like when I picture you, I picture you in like a long sleeve Oxford shirt. Mm-hmm. Definitely loafers. Mm-hmm. A watch. Yeah. And I feel like so you're everyth- saying I look rich. Everything else is definitely rich, definitely like giving wealth. But like, oh how would God. you describe that? Um, well, there was a Taylor Swift uh, paparazzi photo. Oh, I love where this is going. Did, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody was like, Bryn Trill's on the mood board. Yes. <laughs> And it did look exactly, it was. I thought it was me. It's Taylor Swift coming out of the studio or going into the studio rather. She's wearing an Oxford shirt. A pleated skirt. A baseball cap, which is another thing that I feel like I see you in a lot. Sun protection. And some little shoes. Yeah. And nothing was screaming at you. Yeah. There was nothing like in your face. Yeah. 
it was very clean, very chic, yeah. very minimal. Although some people were like, she looks like a USPS worker. <laughs> you know, she kind of did. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to picture you outside of New York, but I think it still holds up. Yeah. Right. I think you. I think timeless would be another great way okay, to love like, that. categorize your style. Well, I feel like there was. I mean, it was all leading to this. This look, mm-hmm. which is like. Would Carolyn Bissett Kennedy wear this? Oh. Which, I mean, I try, but sometimes I like veer into more like my boyfriend's a skater boy territory. Mm-hmm. I wear like a checkered band. Yeah. Like it's not so, I'm not like a fashion person. Okay. Um, And it's not all that heavily considered. And for a while, I was kind of like, what is my personal style? And when I had, because I mean, I've gone through phases well, what did you dress like in high school, even though? What did I dress like in high school? Yeah. I dressed like a plaid shirt. Yeah. I looked like I was auditioning for Love, Simon. Like, <laughs> I had, like, maybe some, like, pants. Yeah. Like, pants. pants. Just pants. Converse? A plaid shirt. Um, I did do Converse, but I also loved, like, those Nikes that, like, went up to your ankles. Like, I had some of oh those. God. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, the with, blazer like, or whatever. And with, like, the, like like velcro uh-huh. which I, I honestly want to get a Nike pair of I, I don't know what they were I'm but like <laughs> i just remember being like these are boy shoes yeah and like i'm gonna shoes. wear them yeah so i my style was very like uh if i wasn't speaking yeah and you saw me in math class i could just be like a guy yeah just guy yeah yeah the extra on love but then i but then i'm like mm, what's four plus four again and everybody's like gay guy <laughs> You know, <laughs> like the gay kid at yeah. Nutrier. Yeah, Did you go there. Nutrier with yeah. like a thousand million ch- children, mm-hmm. a thousand kids per grade. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just like because you were you were like a wild child, right? Running yeah. around. <laughs> well, and in Florida. In Florida, but you went to school. Well, I grew up in New Jersey. Okay. And I went to high school in New York City. Okay. And when I was in middle school, I was very much like Avril Lavigne skater girl, like go to PacSun, wear like big chunky skate shoes and like a studded belt. At knees. At yeah. knees. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my God. Exactly. Yeah. And then I went to high school in New York City and I would just remember freshman year, I was like, it was like somebody like took me and like jolted me. They were, yeah. they were like, all these people are cooler and richer than you. Yeah. Because everybody was like, oh, like... Going oh. to school in New York City, that's got to be the perfect place to figure out your personal style. Yeah, because it's so... Like, everybody's like, I'm Marc Jacobs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everybody's like, I just got this at Marc Jacobs. Yeah. And I was like, oh in my God, school. my pack's on is not cutting it. Yeah. Um. So I was kind of like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I need to kind of like figure it out. But I wasn't like... I'm going to go to Bloomingdale's and buy everything. I was just like, I don't I don't know how to dress nicer. Yeah. Because all these people are so fancy. Yeah. Um, not that I wasn't like. Was I'm it a not private saying, school? Yeah. Oh, okay. So you had a uniform. No, not a uniform. So it was a down. It wasn't like Gossip Girl. It was like a downtown private school. And I'm not saying like, oh, I'm so like. I'm not as privileged. <laughs> you were like, like but not... it was downtown people. And it was like Hampton houses and like their parents had Tribeca lofts and they all wore Marc Jacobs. And I was like, clearly you're just not on that. Yeah. Level. You were, you were from the other side of the train yeah, tracks. They're like Hoboken, yeah. lame. Yeah. They're like, what's up? No, but I. Wow. Look, there's Bryn. I heard she lives in New Jersey. 
literally. Look at her big skate shoes. <laughs> she looks like Avril Lavigne. <laughs> Didn't somebody tell you skater boy is so two years ago? I know. I was just like, oh my God, these kids are fancy and they look so good uh-huh. so when i was there i was trying to like figure it out and i remember this one girl wore like oversized t-shirts with like gold gold jewelry and i was like okay i can get like an oversized hanes t-shirt with like a little short short from urban outfitters and like a little flat and like kind of make it work okay so i had to do like a lot of like molding because i was just like i i can't be the pop punk Queen yeah, anymore. yeah, yeah. But everybody else my age who lived in other places was still doing that. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah, of course. The city is always first. Yeah, because <laughs> we were like, how do we look like an Olsen twin? Yes. You know, yeah. with like and like a head thing. Yeah. And then I went to college in, at Colgate. Have you heard of that? Yes. So preppy. It's on the East Coast. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. in the middle of nowhere in New York, but like everybody who goes there is from Greenwich, Connecticut. Okay, so you're wearing like those plaid shorts. <laughs> yeah, Madras. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> rowing and, blazers. Yeah, and then was rowing blazers no, around back? No, 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 okay. no. But it was, it was giving. Okay, cool. You're wearing those little nylon lime green belts. <laughs> yeah, with yeah. like the little critters and a little on polo. Them. Yeah, yeah. That's what the people were like. So I remember very distinctly. I got to Colgate, and it was my freshman year, and it was like the first week of school and I was making out with this boy and he was like, this is so awesome. I've never made out with an artsy chick before. (gasps) (laughs) And I was like, what? I'm like, whoa. Okay. Those are words that definitely get burned in your memory for the rest of your life. I've never made out with an artsy girl before. And you were like, (laughs) I was like, am I artsy? Compared to all these people. Everything slowed down and you're like walking (laughs) through molasses. Like, you're probably wondering how I ended up here, an artsy girl at Colgate. Yeah. And so then you had to, what, pivot and become preppy? No, no. I was just like, I mean, I didn't really, because in college, I mean, I was just such like, I was a, can you can you curse on the pod? Of course. Fuck I, it up. I was a fuck up, I feel like, <gasps> in college. Totally. Because <laughs> I was just, I was pretty good in high school. And then I was like, oh, college, like this is where people drink. You have to crack at some point. Yeah, I cracked. And like my college roommates were like, oh, you didn't really drink in high school. This is how you drink. Take a million shots of vodka before going out and chase it with Diet Coke. I'm like, cool, sounds good. And I was like, this is how you drink. Okay. (laughs) So I was just like in in college, I wasn't really even thinking about style. I just kind of wore what I wore because I was like, I'm just binge like, drinking. Yeah, yeah, I'm just binge. I'm yeah. like at a frat party. Yeah. Like, I don't. Yeah. Who oh, cares? Uh, who cares? Yeah. And you're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. At a frat party. Yeah. Unlike people who go to NYU, they like look like they're those. They yeah, look yeah. so good. Mary Kate Nashley. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, OK. This yeah. is what it's like when you go to school in the city. Yeah. They don't look like they are auditioning for Love, Simon. They look like they're on Love, Simon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They made it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but then I moved to LA like right as soon as I graduated from college. Okay. And I was like, I'm an LA girl now. And it was like acrylic nails and like fur coats. And I dyed my hair platinum blonde. I cannot for the life of me picture you with fake nails. Oh my God. I know because now I'm such a natural queen. Yeah. Like I don't. I didn't even wear makeup for this, so I probably look like the Crypt Keeper. Oh, my God. No, um, you look fresh as hell. Yeah, but and like having my hair dyed, 
Like, it's so antithetical to what I am now. Oh, my God. Not to keep adding descriptors <laughs> to your style, but yeah. natural yeah. is another good one. Yeah. Textiles. Like, you're not in polyester. You're, like, oh. full linen. You're full cotton. cotton. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's not... What is, like, what people wear that's, like, neoprene, like a diving suit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neoprene. <laughs> like, anyway. Yeah, you in a neoprene corset with fake nails. Okay, so you went from New York to upstate New York yeah. to L.A. Yeah. Back to New York. So, in New York, that's when I got sober, which I think really contributes to, like... I'm like, okay, now, like... The haze has lifted. I'm I've like I'm getting better jobs. I'm not being so crazy anymore. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what? Do, like, what's my style now? You're buttoning it up. Yeah, I'm buttoning it up. And I got. I used to have this like crazy job in LA, and it was like uh, Coachella events and like South by Southwest nylon showcase and like crazy and like ah in the scene yeah. and like opening ceremony, fashion show, yeah. like s sponsorship. And I was like. I'm, I can't do this anymore. It's too crazy. And I got a job at literal, like the most corporate. It was the in-house creative studio for the Verizon Media Group brands. Okay. Like Huffington Post Whoa, and stuffy. AOL. It was like corporate. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm shopping at Everlane. Oh my God. And then, so I was like Everlane boring corporate because I was like, I don't know how to dress. Like, because all I had before that was like crop tops. Yeah. Um, And there was like a phase in my life where I was just like, I I don't know who I am right now. Yeah. <laughs> but then as I kind of grew into myself, I was like, I just want to look like I'm like, uh, I, I just want to feel kind of elevated, but not trying too hard. And then yeah. I kind of leaned into the prep thing. Like my mom dresses really preppy and has always. And I just would look at old photos of like Carolyn Bissette. And I'm yeah. like, this just looks good. Yeah, it and, just looks good. It looks easy. timeless, clean. Yeah, like I'm yeah. not trying too hard. And it's nothing that you walk down the street in that you're like, oh my God, like everybody's looking at me. It's very much like you can blend in, but mm -hmm. you can also, you know, accessorize. Yeah, and I can go from like day to night. Yeah. It's not like, ah, yeah. I can't believe you wore that. So it took you some time to find your yeah. style. And which like we were talking about 20s versus 30s. Yeah. Yeah. Like it really wasn't until I hit like my 30s that I was like, okay, this is what I like to wear. And this is kind of what I'm going to wear for the rest of my I'm life. I'm so excited to be in my 30s. Can you tell me like what the best part about being in your 30s is? Oh, it's just like knowing yourself. Yeah. You're not like floundering yeah. anymore. Yeah. You're just I can, like, this is the vibe. I can feel myself to like like slow the floundering yeah. like i don't feel like i'm like treading water yeah. as much as i used to yeah um at 28 but i do still feel a little floundering yeah there's a little bit of floundering yeah you're a little out of breath yeah but you're fine yeah i'll get there yeah and then in your 30s you're like oh because everybody i don't think i've ever met somebody that was like oh like i miss my 20s unless they like peaked in high school or something yeah. like yeah I don't know. Yeah. Speaking of peaking in high school, well, that's not very nice. Oh, my God. No, somebody. <laughs> you know what? Never mind. Okay. <laughs> Cut. Say less. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Um. No, when you hit your 30s, I mean, Harry, like your whole world is ahead of you. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, I feel like everybody in New York, especially talks about the 30s like they are the roaring 30s yeah. like the greatest time yeah yeah i'm very excited about yeah, it yeah get ready okay so back to style um i'm having a very samba's summer okay 
How do oh, you feel about what? the Adidas Sambas? Because are those like a collab Samba? These are just green Sambas. But I did get the Kith Clark's Sambas. But I did the whole like pre-order thing where I bought them and they were like, these will ship in four to six months. And I was like, oh, what? But okay. So those are still on the way. Oh my God, but the black it. Sambas. Do you have any Sambas? Yeah, I do. And how do you feel about them? Because I feel like right now they're kind of being debated. Yeah. Well, I was actually um, quoted in GQ about them. <laughs> were you talking them down or up well i used to wear samas when i was in like middle school because i played soccer okay you're one of those girls that that you know bring bring I'm up 40. the fact that there is soccer well because that's like always i was like or my brother and like all his friends wore them because they were like it's like when you tip over the shoe upside down and the little rubber pellets from the yeah, astroturf yeah. field fall out. Okay. Like I can smell the astroturf when I look at the sambas or that okay. at least that's what it used to be. I mean, I wear my sambas on my astroturf on my roof. <laughs> yeah, on Ludlow House. Yeah. No, same thing, right? Yeah. No, when, but when I see them now, I'm like, oh God, I, they're so cute, but it's like everybody wears them. I know, but sometimes it's fun to... Be part of it it's, sometimes it's fun to be yeah. part of it and just be like look yeah there's a reason everybody's wearing yeah. them because they are cute yeah they do go with a lot mm -hmm. they're comfortable as hell are they they're 120 bucks like when i walk in them i feel like my feet have never ached more <laughs> no way yeah. do you think that's why i'm waking up with a pain in my right are foot you? I mean, there is something you got happening. Pain? No, no, no. I, there's something happening, but it's not like wearing the Balenciaga Triple S trainers. Like, I don't know what that's like. Oh, these I can wear all day. Every yeah, day. yeah. Um, yes. Okay, so is it an A or an A for sambas? I'm just at you're this indifferent. Point, you're Switzerland. At this point, I'm indifferent. But when I was wearing them, because I did rebuy them. Okay. At like since the middle school, I was like somewhere along the line, I was like, oh, those are cute. Yeah. And then I was just, I like, I would leave the house and see like a thousand girls because I live in the East Village. Yeah. Oh, where, like, it's trends are like, they're like popcorn. Yeah. And like all the corns popping in your face. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm part of this. Like, I'm such a loser. Yeah. But do you, I mean, but don't you like to sometimes lean into a trend? Sometimes. But other times it just feels like unsettling, like the hive mind. I'm like, oh my God. It's like, you can't escape it. Yeah. You're like, okay, if this is 1984, you know, big brothers here, I need to take yeah. off the sambas yeah. and like disappear. Well, even when you ask me about style and you're like, you're kind of preppy. And I'm like, but preppy's so in. So preppy is, is so in. Style or am I just following the trend and like claiming it as like my individual taste? No, this is your style. And it's like, it's, it's a journey. Yes, it's a journey. <laughs> and like, it's going to fall back out of style yeah. and you'll keep yeah. going with it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's timeless. Or I go back to the the neoprene. So sambas. We did sambas. Yeah. Ribbons <laughs> in your hair. Oh. A or nay. I was so into that when I was in college, actually. Okay. Like I would wear like little ribbons or like baby bows that I would buy from the baby section at Target. Okay. So much so that my mom, she has like a gaggle of gay guy friends that like they all go to Cape Cod together and like do this together. And they called me baby bows. Oh, that like that's so still their cute. name for me is baby bows. But like I'm talking like East Village, like two braids with like ribbon. ribbon. I get where you're like, yeah, I mean, I don't I don't think I've even really seen that out and about. Okay. But I kind of like that's cute. Okay. I did you watch the relaunch of Gossip Girl? Of course. I like the way that those kids are styled and like the accessorizing and they like put like a ribbon and use it as a tie or like they'll put a bow in there. Yeah. Hair. I'm here for that. Okay. Little accessorizing. I mean, that was, yeah, very preppy. Yeah. It's yeah. fun. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Love that. A little extra spice. Um, uh, chunky socks. Chunky. Oh, like, yeah. They're like in right now. Yeah. Like the chunky socks. Well, it's not the season for it. It's not the season for it. I was watching a girl walk down the street wearing like dance class yes. chunky socks, yeah. but wearing normal shoes yeah. and a normal outfit. No. And I was like. It's not the season. Like, aren't you hot? So you're supposed to wear them in the winter mm -hmm. or like the fall. Yeah, because that was the origin of it. Like in the 80s, it was like the leg warmer. Leg warmer. Like it literally was there to keep your leg warm. So I see people wearing it. I'm like, bitch, aren't you hot? Would you do a leg warmer? Um, I did a leg warmer in the winter. I would wear them with like my leggings. Cute. And it actually like, warmed my leg. Okay, Princess Die. I know when something like a leg warmer warms your leg. Yeah. Like, wait. Okay. Maybe they were onto something okay, with this. Okay, they got the assignment. Yeah. Yeah. Dime piece as hell. <laughs> All right, Bryn. I made a little hat of different people, different ages, okay. different occupations, Wait, different scenarios. I love scenarios. the ASMR. And so I want you to reach into this little bucket hat okay. and pull out a person and read off what the person is up to. Okay. And then tell me which watch you would recommend I love that person. It's so Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> oh, I feel like I'm in school. I know, right? Okay, here we go. Female, 38 years old, <laughs> 38 years old, founded a multi-million dollar beauty brand. I already know this is just had a baby, is not flashy with her wealth. Okay, well, I know what she wears. Oh, really? We're talking about Emily Weiss, <laughs> the CEO of Glossier. And she is very low key natural, but like still, you can tell, like, yeah, yeah, wealthy, money. money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she has a Cartier crash. Do you know what that watch no. is? It's a really, it's a rare watch. A lot. It's a modern grail watch. I'm just going to say, I will not know any of the watches yeah. that you say. So, yeah. like, tell me about it. Yeah. It's Cartier. Okay. And, it has kind of like a lore around it, a folklore. Okay, <laughs> folklore. <laughs> um, and the rumor is, but this isn't true, but it's like somebody came in with their Cartier and they were in a car crash and it melted down the metal. So it made this like surreal kind of Dolly-esque shape of the case. And they were like, we're going to make a watch that looks like that. That is so cool. It's sick. Wait, I want one now. It's a you can't get one. Like, Wait, why not? you better get out $100,000 or more. Oh, I need to invent cloud paint. Yeah. <laughs> and then get one. Okay, let's use the time machine. You can invent cloud paint or glossier. And you can get yourself the Cartier. That, she wears a Cartier crash? Yeah, but she's only because, like, I'm obsessed. So she, like, posted, like, this really kind of cryptic instagram video of herself like i want to say three years ago okay like pandemic okay era. and the crash flashed in the video for like a, a millisecond and you like and i was like oh, she's wearing a cartier crash yeah it felt really unlike her because it's like a grail watch and so hot right now and like tyler the creator wears it and and Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. No way. It's on Farfetch for $249,000 and $950. It's <laughs> crazy. What? Yeah. So that's what she wears. But she never wears it like out and about, I don't think. Okay. Because that's like a collection. See, session. now I need to pay attention because I, you know, was helping her open the Soho store. Uh -huh. Yeah. We were there that morning. Uh -huh. I was with her. She was breastfeeding her baby. Okay. It was really cute. Uh -huh. I, but I didn't take note of what. 
Oh, watch was great. everything was happening you know we were opening a new store mm -hmm. yeah 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 flew under the radar mm -hmm. next time next up next time oh another female 70 is this is this mm -hmm. what that is indie filmmaker that used to be in a band are you talking about like patty smith i vibes? it's so funny because i knew that you would get Emily Weiss out of that, but yeah. all the rest of them are just like. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. This is not. <laughs> meant, yeah, it's not yeah. like a guessing game. No, 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 no. There's no word bank. I'm like Patty Smith. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Patty Smith is definitely older than 70. She's definitely like 97. She's old as the hills. Yeah. Um, you know what? I feel like she's wearing like, you know, a really old Rolex or something. Okay. Maybe she just got down the line. Like, yeah you know maybe jack like, kerouac got it for her yeah or like uh her manager when she was like really peaking in her career was like here's a rolex this was there any point where a rolex wasn't expensive as hell yeah i mean my dad got one when he graduated from law school it was like his gift uh-huh and i don't i mean i really don't think his parents spent that much money on that and then my grandpa wore a rolex that he got for 500 dollars. Oh, okay so like it's been on the rise yeah in the past like 50 years yeah okay yeah yeah yeah. okay um yeah so yeah yeah something old something old something, something new something, something borrowed navy. <laughs> something navy <laughs> okay male 18 just got an internship at goldman sachs for the summer yes doesn't have money but wants to appear like he does okay you know i feel like okay if he doesn't have money mm-hmm he probably got a high school graduation gift. Okay. And his parents got him like a more entry level watch, like a Tag Heuer. This is also an opportunity for you to suggest a watch. Like, what would you suggest he get? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you Tag know, Heuer, isn't that expensive? Heuer. Heuer. Um, they have more uh, reasonably priced ones, especially if you buy it on the secondary market, vintage, you can buy one. And it still has like, it's a watch brand and it's, you know, it's a good watch brand or like an Omega. Because if you're buying, you know, pre-owned, you can get one, you know, for, for a pretty affordable price, I think. Okay. Um, but you still want to appear like you know. Yeah. You know. And like a lot of rich guys will wear a Tag Heuer, but like they're just being like low key. Can you spot a fake Rolex? Um, I'm for Rolex. You can kind of tell. Okay. Because the font is really kind of messed up. They mess up on the font, the spacing. Okay. Um, like the little tiny details. You're just like, mm, that kind of looks like the Doodle Bob version. Okay. Of the Daytona. Is Cartier harder to tell if it's fake? You can kind of tell. Okay. Like, again, the fonts. Okay. And like the, the, the handiwork. The handiwork. Yeah. <laughs> Next up, we'll do one more. Okay. Non-binary, 19, completing their undergrad at Sarah Lawrence on a scholarship. Honestly, put them in a Breda. Okay, put them in a Breda. Put, the put them in a Breda. <laughs> That's a great one. Yeah. yeah a Breda. Yeah. 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 Because if you're completing undergrad on a scholarship, but you still want to look cute. Can you bring a Breda underwater? I was at a baby shower at a pool upstate okay. over the weekend and i took my bread off because i was like can this be in the water but i felt naked without it like i really wanted oh, to be like in the i wanted to be in the pool with it yeah like, um i actually don't know i, I think, think that i think that is very chic to be in the pool with a watch that is chic 
because you really don't care. Okay, that's Brandon. like beat up Birkin. I've got one more question okay. for you. Here, I mean, me. well, I have a million. Yeah. Luckily, you know, we're friends, so I can yeah. ask you anytime. anytime. But for the people out there, mm-hmm. how do you feel about the Apple Watch? Um, the Apple Watch. People are a lot of watch people are like, oh, I hate the Apple Watch. And I'm like, it's not even in the same category. It's like a different beast. Okay. So I don't even trip over them. But how do you feel about like wearing an Apple Watch like to a wedding? Oh, or, like... well, definitely not that. Okay. <laughs> you can <laughs> wear your Apple Watch. Wear it to work. Wear it while you work out. Like get your steps. Yeah. Figure it out. Use it for its utility. Yeah. But then once you like wear it to a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> like an Apple Watch with a dress is yeah. so sad. Okay. Or like. You know, I kind of felt bad because one of the one of remember that everything everywhere all at once. Yeah. One of the brothers, you know, they have the same name. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Sure. Like one of the Sams. Yeah. Forget what it was. One of he was wearing an Apple Watch accepting his literal Oscar. I'm like, bro, like you're at the Oscars. Why are I'm you always just your like Apple when Watch? I have friends, it's something like like my mom has like a Fitbit yeah. or whatever. It's yeah. giving Apple Watch. Yeah. And so she'll be looking cute as hell yeah. in some cute outfit. Yeah. And I'll literally be like, all right, <laughs> really? we stop at the door and I'm like, take off the Fitbit. <laughs> like it just, it just ruins the vibe. Cause it does. <laughs> it's, it's not a Cartier crash. <laughs> it's nowhere near it. No. Do you have an Apple Watch? No. Have you ever been contacted by Apple to do anything around the watch? They wanted to give me one. Okay. And I was like, no, thanks. Okay. Not even with one like, of those like I'm not even gonna like, Hermes bands. No, no. Cause that's trying to put like lipstick on a pig. Oh my gosh. You know what that's I mean? really good. Yeah. That's like, like that's like a bumper sticker on the what it <laughs> yeah, yeah. on the Bentley. On the Bentley. Yeah. I'm like Lipstick you know on a pig. My friend has an Apple Watch and she's like, just wear the black strap. Like, why are you trying to be something else? Yeah. But I would totally go the Casey Neistat way and like do like a vintage Louis Vuitton oh Etsy my God. No. watch. I've Because I've looked at them and they have different sizes and I'm like, okay, this is kind of tea. <laughs> but also, oh, I need another screen no. for my 12 hour yeah. screen time days. Like, Oh my God, your screen time. Yeah, we didn't even get to your screen time. We might have to have you back. It's under three hours. Yeah. Bryn is like a ghost online. Like it's like elite. whenever I see her. In the DMs, I'm like, oh, I need to strike while it's hot. I'm yeah. like, she's only going to be You're here like, for a minute. Note. Yeah, I'm like, hello. <laughs> uh, Bryn, it's been so lovely chatting with you. Thanks for braving the rain. Thanks. I hope you have an amazing softball lesson. Softball game yeah. with Vanity Fair. I'm pitching tonight. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Tuna, for listening. Tuna, if she's here, thank you. Tuna. And... Uh, I'm going to have Bryn uh, set my watch to the right time now. Yes. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.